Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. I, I mean, really, is this... Yeah, if you've been following me in the chat for the last like hour or so where I've been just raging, which I usually don't do in the chat because I like, uh, you know, Anita and Lisa R and, and Hoof and you guys, you guys run all that. I like to just come in and say hello and not go crazy. But I've been in the chat for the last hour because I can't get over how freaking stupid the damn Republican Party is. They're on the track right now. It looks like in minutes to expel one of their own members, Santos, who is an absolute total fraud. And a human failure, zero doubt about it. But they're going to expel this guy with freaking fire alarm guy, Jamal Bowman in the house, AOC with all her grifting, Corey Bush. They have terror supporters in the house. And you've got a guy in the White House whose kid and brother are maybe involved in a massive influence peddling scheme, scheming money to Biden. And nobody gives a shit. I I, I can't get... I know what you're going to say. Well, why do you support the Republican Party? I don't support the Republican Party. I support outcomes. And the only way to get to conservative outcomes right now is by not voting for the worst option, which is Democrats, who are even worse. I can't I can't believe how dumb this part. I really can't believe it. I got a lot of show. We got the debate last night and forget that. Um, the shit map came up in the debate last night, which was kind of hilarious. I got that uh, a thread about AI. A lot to talk about. Hey, uh, did you like the open yesterday? The show that thing went nuclear pretty fast, man. I couldn't believe how many people started talking about that. But I'm tired of this cancel culture stuff. Hey, my pillow soft and absorbent six piece towel sets only twenty nine ninety eight with promo code Dan. Go to mypillow.com right now. Click on the radio podcast specials or call one eight hundred six three seven four nine eight two. As I said, big show. Uh, the cannibalism theory in full effect too. I want you to watch what this black voter in Chicago has to say in case you think like the Democrats are getting a pass. Because they ain't. Hey, you want to discover the incredible benefits of a good night's sleep? Well, it's time. It's time to embrace the importance of a restful slumber and introduce yourself to an amazing product that can revolutionize your nighttime routine. Beam Dream is a game changer. Their dream powder is hot cocoa. It's really good. Designed specifically for sleep could transform your nights. And today, listeners of the show get a special discount on Beam, a beam a Dream Powder. It's really good. The best-selling hot cocoa for sleep with no added sugar. Now available in these amazing flavors, cinnamon cocoa, chocolate peanut butter, mint chip, better sleep is never tasted better. Just give it a shot. Dream contains a powerful, all-natural blend of reishi, magnesium, L-theanine, apigenin, and melatonin to help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and wake up refreshed. Just mix Beam Dreams powder into hot water. I put it in milk and enjoy before bedtime. Want to try Beam's best-selling dream powder? Take advantage of the biggest sale of the year. Get up to 50% off for a limited time. When you go to shopbeam.com slash Bongino and use code cyber at checkout. That's shop, B-E-A-M, shopbeam.com slash Bongino. Use code cyber for up to 50% off. Your body and mind deserve the gift of restful nights. Joseph, it's a special Friday intro today, so if you would. Yes, it is, Dan, and this intro goes out to Serenity because Serenity loves that it's Friday! We don't usually do shout-outs, but this girl who came to the book sign, this young lady, was so cute, and her mom and dad were like, oh, Serenity loves Producer Joe's It's Friday, so I promised her we would give a special dedication to the It's Friday, and Joe came to in the clutch. They did not forget, so I appreciate that. It is Friday. Monday's my birthday. Anyone in the chat want to wish me a happy birthday? If you would, 
I don't really care. I'm 49 years old. I'm not a big birthday guy, but I will be 50 next year. So I'm going to be celebrating the entire year, the extinguishing of the 40s because I never believed I'd be 50. I don't feel 50. I still feel like the 13-year-old kid playing wiffle ball, but I'm going to be freaking 50 next year. How the hell did that happen? Back to the show, because who gives a shit about my personal problems right now like getting old? What the hell is going on with this stupid George Santos vote? Can we just exist in like the real world and not the fake world? Let me tell you something. If you think we're living in the old Robert's Rules of Order, Sir, we will walk out with our corsets and our bow ties and we will chant the bubbly. We are not doing that shit. That's over. The Democrats are a police state group of commies right now trying to take your money, your kids' education, your health care, and everything else. They are decimating the economy. Thank you, everyone. You're all so sweet. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. I love you all. You know, you know you're my peeps, man. The Bongino Army. I'm just a member. I ain't the general, man. We're in this whole thing's about us. What the hell are we doing? I am so sick of this John McCain Republican Party attitude that if we just get back to normal, all of a sudden, like we're going to set an example. You are not going to set an example. I don't know how many times, maybe because I come from the world of like law enforcement and the mixed martial arts crap and stuff. You go in a ring, right? And a guy's in a mixed martial arts match with brass knuckles and you're like screaming to the ref. Ref, he's got brass knuckles and he's going, and that's the media. You're like, hey, ref, media people, they lied about collusion. They're trying to imprison Trump on made up charges. They're trying to take our money under the guise of fair share stuff. They're destroying jobs with this EV stuff. What's the media doing? What do you do? Well, the John McCain, I guess, Republican Party of today's example uh, is, well, you just go in a ringing fight. They're going to kill you with the brass knuckles. You better go, go to your corner and get your own brass knuckles. Remember Rocky III when he's fighting Thunderlips? He's got the boxing gloves. He's like, cut my gloves off. Cut my gloves It's time to cut the damn gloves off. What is wrong with you idiots? Guys, listen, up in the hill. What the f is wrong with you? Screw Santos. He's a fraud. We get it. The guy is a tool right now. He is a tool. Stop getting into... There was one congressman, as I think it was at Max Millersham. He defrauded. I get it. The guy's a fake. He's a fraud. He's a phony. I don't want to marry the guy. I don't want to hang out with the guy. He should never run again for any office anywhere. The Republican Party should vigorously condemn everything he did while simultaneously acknowledging we're in the fight for our lives, for the future of our country. We need this guy's vote. He's only a tool for us. And just shut the hell up. They don't expel their people. You got the fire alarm, dude. You got two freaking terror supporters in there. What are we, children? Folks, you know I don't get into personalities. No one. Remember the whole thing with McCarthy? I don't care. I do not do fall in love with outcomes, not politicians. I promise you, you'll never get burned. Politicians will always disappoint you. Always. Every one of them. Every one of them. We fall in love with outcomes. But Matt Gates here, who I've had some issues with on the good and the bad side, Matt Gates had it right yesterday. I don't, he's, Matt Gates is like, I don't like George Santos. But what the f are we doing? They don't expel their people. Good for Gates. Check this out. I do not believe that the Long Island crew is acting in bad faith, just exceedingly bad judgment. And here's why. Since the beginning of this Congress, 
There's only two ways you get expelled. You get convicted of a crime or you participated in the Civil War. Neither apply to George Santos. And so I rise not to defend George Santos, whoever he is, but to defend the very precedent that my colleagues are willing to shatter. Now, let's speak to due process. Mr. Santos hasn't been convicted of anything, but we haven't even moved to expel the people who have. Mr. Bowman pled guilty to a misdemeanor for his little fire alarm stunt weeks ago. Well, he's just been expelled. This is, a, I, I, I can't, folks, listen, please, uh, please, please, you know, on the knee, touch the ground, uh, please, don't take this for me saying, don't vote, stay home, don't vote Republican. We live in the real world, and unlike, this show is totally different, and I'm so proud that all of you tens of thousands of people who join me every day, I talk to you all in this chat and stuff. I know you get it. We're adults. We've come to the realization that certain things don't exist, if you get what I mean. There may be kids watching, so I don't want to say anything. We know that. We accept it, but we play the game anyway. Why do we play the game? Because we do, some of us. And we understand that there are other options, but that one seems to be the best of the worst options. Okay? This is where we are now. You have to vote. And you have to stop the bad guys from destroying this place tomorrow. Someone asked me, do we have to embrace the suck in the chat this morning? No. There are almost so few people show up for primaries. We got to pick better candidates. You got to get out and vote, but this is just bullshit. These guys are so freaking stupid. It's like, I understand your, I, I believe me, I get your apathy. I got to move on. Yeah, I can tell already. He's like, all right, enough of this shit. It just pisses me off. Like I'm sure it does you. There was a debate last night. I'm going to cover a lot of it a little bit later, but I want to just cover this because this was the funniest part of the debate. Folks, listen, you know, we can put aside a lot of the intra-party drama for this stuff. This was good stuff last night and it's necessary. You know why? Gavin Newsom's going to be the nominee. He's going to be the nominee. Joe Biden is not going to make it through this process. He isn't. The donors don't want him. The voters don't want him. Joe Biden's got serious problems with Hunter Biden, as Gee put in the title. This guy is really done. His goose is cooked. There is zero chance he's going to be the nominee at this point. I, I shouldn't say zero. It's possible, but I doubt it. You better watch this Newsom guy, because you know who he reminds me of? Obama. This guy's slick. He's running the, right? He's running the single worst state in the union. And yet you come away from last night's debate, which I think DeSantis handily won, by the way. But you come away from last night's debate thinking to yourself like, shit, maybe California isn't that bad. I use that word shit for a reason because I thought this was the highlight of the night for DeSantis. And he took my advice. Well, he didn't take my advice. It's not mine, but other, I put this out there often. Joe, don't we always tell people in debates, you got to bring props. People love props in debate. I tell everyone this. You should bring out copies of the Hunter Biden checks and the Biden checks at debates with Biden if they ever happen, if Trump or DeSantis debates them. People love props. DeSantis took that advice last night with this shit map. Check this out. This is a map of San Francisco. There's a lot of plots on that. You may be asking, what is that plotting? Well, this is an app where they plot the human feces that are found on the streets of San Francisco. And you see how almost the whole thing is covered because that is what has happened in one of the previous greatest cities this country's ever had. Human feces is now a, a fact of life, except 
when a communist dictator comes to town. Then they cleaned up the streets. They lined the streets with Chinese flags. What Dude. the hell is that? <laughs> that? I don't know, man. But if you're ever going to rock and roll in a debate, folks, bring props. Always bring props. Whoever debates Joe Biden, if they don't bring a mock check of the $40,000 paid to Joe Biden from that Chinese company, shame on you. The shit map was the best part of that debate last night because it's undeniable. That's brown San Francisco covered with human waste. Joe pulled this Sky News report. By the way, in case you think this is fake, this is actually, there's an actual map on how to avoid human waste in the streets in San Francisco. This is not a joke. Here, check this out. It's a normal afternoon on the doorstep of San Francisco's main government building, a snapshot of America's fentanyl crisis. It doesn't just look stark. An average of one person every 10 hours dies in this city of a fentanyl overdose. It's often here in the drug-ravaged Tenderloin district. Y'all smoking crack right here. There's a daycare right there. We're interrupted by private security, asking them to move out of the view of a nursery. It's difficult to believe at times that this is one of America's great historic cities, home to more billionaires than anywhere on earth. This is two streets from the headquarters of Twitter, but it's an open-air drug market. It is a tragedy with no easy resolution. Folks, those are the streets of the Tenderloin. That's actually happening. And I'm going to tell you something. It's not just in California. I spent some time in Seattle recently, and we walked down, what, Pikes, that street? And I saw the exact same thing. I don't know what, I mean, I don't, folks, I obviously don't do drugs or fentanyl. Can someone in the chat explain to me why when you're high on fentanyl, they all do this? They're all, they're all like that. Why are they all hunched over? I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I probably look it up, but I don't do fentanyl, so I don't know. But that's a real thing. I walked down that Pike Street and everybody was like that. Hunched over like freaking human zombies. It was the craziest thing I ever saw. We'll get to more of the debate later. There was some a couple other uh, good moments in the debate. Newsom had, I think, one hit on him, and that was kind of it. But it was kind of kind of came off stupid. But Newsom's just a goof, folks. But the guy's going to be, I believe, the nominee on the left. Let's get to some serious stuff though, because this is happening too. Listen, here we go again with this Ohio, and now I'm hearing in Massachusetts, the first state to report a white lung syndrome outbreak, folks. This is WTRF.com. Here we go again. This thing over in China, this uh, this myo mycosomal uh, pneumonia. Forgive me, I'm not a medical professional. Uh, supposedly, it's a pneumonia. I don't know what it is. The problem with this whole thing is the administration right now is focused on one thing: the Biden administration, regime preservation. That is it. These people are not going to tell you the truth about whatever this thing is. I guarantee it. Just like they lied to you repeatedly about COVID. I promise you this. You're not going to get hysteria. White lung. Oh, my God. We're all going to die on this show. Nor are you going to get me to downplay it. Ah, white lung. It's probably nothing. We're going to do this crazy thing. Like, we're going to tell you the freaking truth. Does this sound like it's something to be concerned about? Yes. Does it sound like something to panic about? No. We need to calm down and not do this shit again they did to us last time. I'm just telling you, I wouldn't believe a damn thing coming out of the media. 
I promise you we're going to take this thing gently and not rock and roll with it, but this is a little bit concerning because from the time I put that in the show notes that there was an issue in Ohio, it had popped up in Massachusetts too, which is the same way the whole thing happened with COVID. Remember it happened in Washington state? And then next thing you know, three weeks later, it was everywhere. So we'll see what it is. So I'm just, I don't trust anything coming out of the government. Hey, listen, a lot to get to, but this, I read this last night. I am, I, I mean, if, I, if I'm boring you with this topic, you got to let me know because this show's for you. Folks, I'm freaking out over this AI stuff, okay? I'm sorry, but this AI thing's really freaking me out uh, from both a spiritual component and a technical component. You know, I said to you the other day, do you remember the show, Joe, a couple of days ago where I mentioned even if the technical component of developing an intelligence that could wipe us out doesn't bother you, does it bother you that the Bible, that hundreds of millions of people around the world uh, believe is the word of God, that the beginning of the Bible starts with a warning to not eat from the forbidden fruit from the tree of knowledge? Do you remember that segment? Look at this. Peggy Noonan, who... I love her writing. I don't agree with her on everything, but her writing's really great. She wrote this piece literally last night in the Wall Street Journal. She's like, I've written a lot about the Apple logo. You know, Apple with the bite taken out of it. She says, it seemed to me a conscious or unconscious expression that those involved in the development of our modern tech world understood on some level that their their efforts were taking us back to Eden, to the pivotal moment where Eve and Adam ate the forbidden fruit. Yes, ma'am. The serpent told Eve they'd become all-knowing, like God, in fact, equal to God. And that's why God didn't want them to have this forbidden knowledge. Well, Eve bit, and human beings were banished from the kindly garden and thrown into the rough, cruel world. I believe those creating, fueling, and funding AI want, possibly unconsciously, to be God and think on some level they are God. Folks, I... I put this after the COVID story for a reason. If we go down in flames and AI winds up destroying us all, you know who's going to have done it? The same experts who nearly steered us into a global apocalypse with the COVID drama, giving us all the wrong information. There's no one to trust anymore. This AI threat is deadly serious, and I believe that God has given us a warning against it to do this. They are driving us off a cliff. We are never going to be able to climb back up. I'm not the only one who doesn't trust the experts, whether on AI or COVID or anything else. Here's another clip from Joe Rogan where he says the same thing. These freaking experts, we can't trust anyone anymore. Check this out. Things that I've learned during COVID. This whole trust the experts thing, suck my dick. Okay, that's nonsense. There's a lot of these people that are fucking (laughs) full of shit and bought and paid for. And I don't trust just the experts anymore. I trust some experts. I trust if I can understand what they're talking about and I know where maybe their conflicts lie, I can see, well, why would they be ignoring certain studies, but highlighting others? Oh, there's a conflict of interest. Oh, there's some money involved. Oh, maybe there's a revolving door and they can get into some nice agency or some corporation after they're done with the agency. Folks, this guy talks to 11 million people a day, man. He's saying the same thing a lot of us are saying. With AI and COVID and white lung syndrome and all this stuff, if we can't trust the government that we're paying the finance that's supposed to be looking out for this stuff, where the hell are we supposed to go? Let me put it up. Where are you going to go? Where? 
Oh, the media? Please. I trust them even less. Folks, it's getting hard to put the show together. I'm not even messing with you. I'm at the point now where I can't trust anything. I've got to do like three days of research. The Bongino rule is more a matter of necessity than want at this point because I don't trust the damn thing the media writes or the experts say because they lie about everything. But people are catching on. Is it bad enough yet? Oh, it's getting there. I want you to watch this guy out of Chicago coming up next. He's a black man, which doesn't matter to me, but matters a whole lot to the left. Obsessed with the freaking melanin content of your skin. Oh, this guy lights up the Democrat Party. And folks, we're seeing a whole lot of this going around. This is good. Stay tuned. More debate stuff. Also, the dopey Democrats coming up next. John Kirby. Crazy stuff. Folks, cereals for grownups are so bland. They need a little magic. Eat what I eat. Magic Spoon cereal. It's so good. It's a wholesome cereal that tastes delicious. Magic Spoon has replicated your favorite childhood cereals to taste good, but each serving contains zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and four to five net grams of carbs. Magic Spoon is great for a low-carb lifestyle. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and only 140 calories a serving. Build your own custom bundle of cereal with flavors like cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry muffin, maple waffle, and more. Maple waffle is outstanding. Magic Spoon also offers treats, the perfect on-the-go snack, and marshmallow and chocolatey peanut butter flavors. They are good. Go to magicspoon.com slash Bongino, grab a custom bundle of cereal, or try the new marshmallow and chocolatey peanut butter treats. And be sure to use our promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, at checkout to save $5 off your order. Magic Spoon's back with a 100% happiness guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Get your next delicious bowl of cereal at magicspoon.com slash Bongino. Use code Bongino to save $5. Thanks, Magic Spoon. Here we go. People are waking up. Why? Because the Democrat Party. Did you, you guys follow me? Anyone here on Twitter and True Social in the chat? Do you guys follow that? If you, I'm at the Bongino on both. If not, uh, you should. Because I get in a mood sometimes. I don't tweet a lot or put a lot out on True Social. But when I do, I mean it. And this morning, I tweeted out that it's really incredible how the Democrats' entire agenda is doing shit and then convincing people what they did didn't happen and then lying about it. In other words, like I put out this morning, like the open border problem. That's not happening. The border's secure. Uh, there's a drone at the border. We're watching people come into the country right now. Da, da, da. That's like other kids. The whole Democrat agenda is about telling you what they're doing isn't happening. It's the whole agenda. The thing is with social media now, I know people hate social media, like it's screwing up the world and the kids and probably is a lot of it, but there is a good part about social media. Media It democratizes information. Anyone go on Twitter, follow a bunch of accounts and get information from people who are truth tellers. That's why I believe stuff like this is happening. This is my cannibalism theory in full effect. I just mentioned the border. And I said to you in the past that liberals, liberalism is naturally going to self-extinct. It'll come back, but it self-extincts. Why? Because they're always fighting for the scraps from the table and they eat each other alive. Watch this resident of Chicago talking about, hey, man, what do you mean? Our taxpayer dollars are going to pay for a bunch of illegals? Eventually, liberalism eats itself alive. Watch this. Black Americans. We're not African-American. We're not people of color. We're not black and brown, minority, BIPOC, none of that. People, no, none of that. Strict, this is about our people demanding the resources, just as you've given these these newcomers who are walking into this country. And since this is correct, how do you take a new group of people that have paid no taxes, can't vote, 
And you put them in front of the voters. I'm not going to tell you And so we say this to you, Mayor, Governor, President. If you think that they're that powerful, that you have to act as an answer to them over us, then you tell them to vote for you next election. You tell them to support your Democratic National Convention. And we're going to show you how, how we feel about the Democratic National Convention. Thank you. That's Mark Carter on at more real news on TikTok. How right is this guy? You know, I I developed these theories like not to mess with you and be a smart ass and try to sound funny with these little quips and stuff like that. I I developed these theories because they're real. When you think about liberalism, here's the difference, right? Without getting into too much of the weeds on this with conservatives and entrepreneurial libertarians, we're not fighting for a fixed pie. We're fighting to grow our businesses that are going to make the pie bigger, correct? In other words, I'm not fighting for Joe's money. I'm I'm not. That's liberals. Liberals want other people's money, OPM. Conservatives want to build their own thing and make their own money. The problem with fighting for the fixed pie is you run out of pie. When you're fighting for an expanding pie, the pie keeps growing and growing and growing, so the fight keeps going and going and going. They, they, They will eat each other alive. You see it all the time. And I saw this in this Axios piece. That's what made me actually pull up this other piece. This came out yesterday. Inflation's unequal hit. Remember, Democrats are the party of coexistence and tolerance, helping out the little guy. Bull, bull. The Democrats are about screwing you over. Inflation's unequal hit. This is Axios, a left-wing outlet, noting that inflation, ladies and gentlemen, hits people who are poor far differently than people who are rich. If you drive to work every day, higher gas prices are painful. If you're a renter, housing inflation is a beast. Lower income Americans spend more of their income on necessities and simply can't reduce spending or buy cheaper goods to deal with higher prices. They're typically already buying the cheaper stuff. This is the Democrats going to you. I noted on my radio show yesterday, did you hear it? I could not get over for the last two hours. Why are liberals so freaking stupid? How is it you keep falling for this stuff? I'm not even asking you to vote Republican. It's not my business who you vote for. I'm just asking you, why the hell are you voting Democrat? You just heard me at the beginning of this show. Did you not lace into the swampy Republican Party? I have no problem critiquing my perceived side of the aisle. None. Why can't you do the same? Your party is shit. Why are you so stupid? Joe's laughing. It's true. Why are you so freaking dumb? Are you always this stupid? You are opening the border while your cities are collapsing and attacking cops while while your people are being preyed on like sheep by wolves. And you keep voting for this stuff. And this guy in the White House, folks, He's getting desperate. We've seen yesterday now even more information's come out about his corrupt overseas dealings. And here's the problem now with this White House. They are getting ridiculously desperate. The squad is now running the White House. Joe Biden understands he cannot lose another constituency. And unfortunately, there's a large portion of the Democrat Party that's pro-terrorist. So that's leading them right now to make stupid comments like this from the podium like Admiral Kirby yesterday. And one of the dumbest freaking things I've ever heard, there was a ceasefire that's thankfully ended because there was no ceasefire at all. 
a bunch of terrorist assholes in Jerusalem engage in a terror attack in Jerusalem, they ask uh, Kirby a simple question. Hey, man, does that break the ceasefire? Folks, what's the answer to this question? Uh, yeah. Kirby can't figure it out. I don't know, man. I'm not a lawyer. What a dipshit. Check this out. Regarding the attack in Jerusalem in which Hamas is taking credit, does the U.S. Uh, view that attack in any way to be a violation of the ongoing truce between Israel uh, and Hamas? Uh, I don't want to get in. I'm not, uh, I'm not a, um, a lawyer here. This attack happened in Jerusalem. Right. The pauses in the fighting uh, were specific to Gaza. Okay, so that's as simple as that. I mean, it wasn't, therefore it didn't violate. It didn't technically violate the, the deal that was in place, but obviously it's a stark reminder of, of, of who they're facing and what, what, kind of, what kind of enemy that they're opposing. Hey, wait, I'm not, I'm not as, I, I have an idea because the, the administration can't seem to determine who the good and bad guys are in this situation. So I just said, the, yeah, I got an idea. That you want the Biden administration to see terrorists for what they are. All we need to do is after these pro-terror people get out in Jerusalem and start knifing and shooting people, Joe, what we got to do is we got to get MAGA hats and put them on. The administration would be like, the FBI, put them, get the dead bodies and put them in the gulag. They, in, a, in a heartbeat. What do you think of my idea, Joe? Just stick MAGA hats on all men for the administration to be clear as day. Human they're, they're sacrifice, like, dogs and cats dogs and living cats. together. That's just, this would be the speech coming out of Biden's way. That would be the Oval Office speech. That absolute total panic. Dogs and cats living together. Get them out. There'd be a mass crackdown on pro-terror people all around the world. That's what we need to do. Go to just start putting MAGA hats on people. The FBI be involved tomorrow. You know, listen, I'm not a huge fan of politicians. You know, I'm down here in Florida. You know, I don't get into these guys. But when they do something, all right, then I think we say, okay, these guys are tools. I mean, tools, you know, so if they do something good, we should take it. We'll take a quick break in a segment. I want you to see this first. Marco Rubio was asked by the crazy code pinkers, are you supplying a ceasefire? Crazy nutbags, who, by the way, can't seem to figure out where they are on any issue. Depends on where the donations come from, I think. And Rubio has no problem, unlike the Biden White House, telling the truth. Check this out. Senator Rubio, will you call for some no, in Gaza? On the contrary, Rubio, are you filming it? Wait, I want you guys to get this. I want yeah. them to destroy every element of Hamas they can get their hands on. These people are vicious animals who did horrifying crimes. And I hope you guys post that. And what about position. the civilians that I blame are being Hamas. killed every day? Hamas should stop hiding behind civilians, putting civilians in the way. Hamas knew that this was going to lead to this. So Hamas should stop building their military installations underneath hospitals. So you don't care that 15,000 have died? You don't care about the babies that are I being care. killed? I think it's horrifying. Day. I think it's yeah. terrible. And I think Hamas is 100% to blame. That's what I think. Make sure you post that, please. You know what? Good for that dude, man. That's how, you know, when, when we, because we're so sick of swampy bullshit Republicans dancing around everything all the time. It's time to just come out and be like, yeah, go ahead, post that mother. Good for you, man. We fall in love with these guys? No, we fall in love with outcomes. However, that's the way you handle that stuff. Let me take a quick break. Folks, the Biden crime family thing amazingly continues to get worse. Did you see this bank letter? This bank letter's trouble. Let me tell you why. I'll, I'll show you it in a second. This bank letter's trouble for them that the New York Post is covering because the bank letter popped before the Hunter Biden laptop even came out. And the guy who wrote 
the bank, the letter about the scheme has nothing to do with politics at all. Take a quick break. Here it is. Relief band. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my actual relief band. This got me through chemo. I had pretty nasty nausea. It's pretty simple. You turn it on, you turn it up just like that. I didn't even have to turn it up that high. It works so good. When it comes to nausea, get Relief Band. It's the number one anti-nausea wristband. Helps quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting. Associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and more. I live in Florida, so my daughter goes out on the boat a lot. Sometimes she gets a little sick. This thing, the nausea stuff, knocks it right out. Relief Band is natural, fast acting, and it lasts as long as you need it. It's 100% drug-free, non-drowsy, and has zero side effects. I used it. I love this company a lot for reasons beyond the ad. Plus, Relief Band both helps treat and prevent nausea so you can keep nausea from becoming a problem in the first place. Relief Band has an A, Better Business Bureau rating, and over 100,000 satisfied customers. They're a brand you can trust. I trust them. I use them. Relief Band makes a great gift for the nausea sufferer in your life. Right now, Relief Band is running their biggest sale of the year for Cyber Monday, so head on over to reliefband.com. Receive 30% off your purchase, plus free shipping. That's R-E-L-I-E-F, reliefband.com. For 30% off, plus free shipping, check them out. Our last sponsor. And then, folks, please don't go anywhere. This bank letter thing is so critical. Jen, you sell. It's Christmas season, everyone. Time for gift giving, parties with friends and family, and getting awesome compliments everywhere you go about looking years younger, thanks to Jen, you sell skincare. From now until Christmas, Jen, you sell skincare's most popular package is better than 70% off at genucell.com. Treat yourself and a loved one to the absolute best skincare in the world. See those troubling forehead wrinkles, fine lines, skin redness, pesky bags, and puffiness. And even sagging jawlines disappear before your eyes with Cell Skincare's most popular collection. With its immediate effects, see results in less than 12 hours. Guaranteed or your money back. It's a great holiday gift, ladies and gentlemen. Paula loves Cell. So does my mother-in-law. Plus, included in every most popular package is your free hyaluronic acid serum for skin hydration to restore that youthful appearance. Visit GenuCell.com slash Dan and enter my special code DAN for an additional 10% off that entire order. Every order day is instantly upgraded to free express shipping. G-E-N-U-C-E-L. Genucel.com slash Dan. That's Genucel.com slash Dan. Look at this. Look at this. Looky here. So this is why I told you in the beginning of the show, whether you're a Trump supporter, a Vivek supporter, a Nikki Haley supporter, a Twinkies Chris Christie supporter, it doesn't matter. The debate mattered because Gavin Newsom will be the nominee. What the, does this have to do with this story? Folks, the situation with Biden is not going to get any better. Do I think that the Hunter Biden stuff is going to be the thing that takes them down? I do not. And I'll tell you why. Because the, the, the House doesn't have the votes right now to impeach this guy. It's just going to be another nail in this guy's coffin. And now they find out, according to the New York Post, that a bank watchdog, in other words, a money laundering expert that works for the bank, who has nothing to do with politics at all, back in 2018, before the Hunter laptop was even public, apparently sent this email about Hunter receiving millions of dollars from a Chinese government-linked business without, quote, any services rendered, according to this email, which will show up here next. Folks, this bank dude, this money laundering guy, has nothing to do with politics at all. He expressed concern that Hunter Biden wasn't providing any actual services for the money. And the transfer was more than $5 million within days of Hunter Biden saying to this Chinese Communist Party guy, threatening his father's wrath. The expert noted that the funds were described as a loan, but provided no evidence it was a loan at all. 
Look at this. Folks, this guy is in the deepest of shit. Is it going to be the end of him? Is the house going to impeach? No. The point is, I'm not letting it go. By the way, that PEP designation that the bank examiner's talking about is for politically exposed person. They deem them to be high risk. This guy is in a world of trouble, man. And all the Democrats have right now are conspiracy theories. Listen to this idiot on MSNBC, Jasmine Crockett from Texas, a congresswoman, on with the hapless Joy Reid. Going again with the no evidence stuff. Check this out. The business partner said, no, President Biden didn't have anything to do with it. Everyone they've brought in so far that was supposed to be witnesses for the prosecution ended up being witnesses for the defense. Have you seen, as a member of this committee, any evidence that President Biden has any involvement whatsoever in his son's companies or in his businesses? I have not. And it's a fishing exposition, uh, expedition. Folks, listen, I'm begging you humbly and respectfully. Ignore these Democrats. Why? Because it doesn't matter. If a guy came out tomorrow with video evidence of Joe Biden in a threesome with two Chinese Communist Party female members of a company who they cut a million dollar check to him afterwards, the Democrats would, oh, it's a body double. It doesn't matter. Ignore these people. They are the 37% of people that still approve of Joe Biden. Why do I tell you to ignore them? Because 37% of people is not enough to get this guy elected. You understand that? 63% of people think this guy's full of shit. It's working. I don't mean, it's Friday, so I don't want to be like too like bitchy today, but nothing drives me crazier than when I get emails or Facebook messages from people who are on our side who are like, oh, Dan, let it go. Nothing's going to happen. What do you mean nothing's happening? I don't understand. The guy went from 50% approval on election day to 45, to 42, to 41, to 39, to 37, to losing by like 10 points to just about every Republican candidate. Stop. We got to keep going. What is happening is we got to get rid of this guy. Yes, I agree with you. If you want this guy in jail, forget it. There is zero chance any of these guys are going to do a second of jail time. Zero. I am totally with you. But I'll take a political loss, will you? I want you to listen to this clown, Dan Goldman, too, up on Capitol Hill yesterday. Just this, what a loser. You want to talk about one of the dumbest congressmen up there. Here he is yesterday. He's up there with Michael Schellenberg. I got a couple other clips from this coming up next, but this is hilarious. They are so desperate with the Hunter Biden stuff to make it go away. Dan Goldman invented a new conspiracy theory yesterday that Joe Biden's kid's laptop that is evidence of all this crap on there. That, yeah, it's just some Russian conspiracy theory. And Rudy Giuliani, noted tech maven, Rudy Giuliani. Joe, you know, he's like Elon Musk, right? That he must have tinkered with the hard drive to fabricate all this stuff. He's good with that stuff. Check this out. You have no idea. You know hard drives can be manipulated. Are you suggesting the New York Post participating in a conspiracy to construct the contents of the Hunter Biden laptop? No, sir. The problem is that hard drives can be manipulated by Rudy Giuliani or Russia. What's the evidence that that happened? Well, there is actual evidence of it, but the point is it's not no evidence. So you're engaging in a conspiracy. This is why I'm telling you, just plow ahead. Listen to me. I promise I won't steer you wrong. Please stop thinking this stuff. Oh, it's not making a difference. It is. 
There's a reason 17% of people probably thought Joe Biden was corrupt before the election or 20, and now 60 plus percent probably think that. You can't give up and let these guys off the hook. Look at this clown suggesting Rudy Giuliani, some kind of tech expert manipulating a hard drive with absolutely not a scintilla or shred of evidence to back that up. He looked like an idiot. Everybody's laughing at him. And another thing happened during this hearing yesterday. Do you remember a few weeks back when I told you about a military grade operation to spy on you? And by the way, a lot of people email me, oh, Dan, what are you promoting a conspiracy theory? Military grade operation. Folks, I don't put stuff on the damn show that I don't hear from people I trust, okay? My credibility is everything. I've gotten burned before. I've come back. I've made it right. I'm not making mistakes on purpose. Someone had contacted me a long time ago that the actual military, the literal military, has been involved in a censorship operation to get rid of and wipe conservative content off the internet for a long time. I want you to listen to Michael Schellenberger, the same guy, an excellent reporter, yesterday on Capitol Hill in this hearing about censorship and YouTube and Twitter and Facebook censoring us. I want you to listen for the keywords here. This is a military-grade professional operation to shut you down, brothers and sisters. It's not a conspiracy theory. Listen to yourself. Nine months ago, I testified and provided evidence to the subcommittee about the existence of a censorship industrial complex, a network of government agencies, including the Department of Homeland Security, government contractors, and big tech media platforms that conspired to censor ordinary Americans and elected officials alike for holding disfavored views. I regret to inform the subcommittee today that the scope, power, and lawbreaking of the censorship industrial complex are even worse than we had realized back in March. Two days ago, my colleagues and I published the first batch of internal files from the Cyber Threat Intelligence League, which show US and UK military contractors working in 2019 and 2020 to both censor and turn sophisticated psychological operations and disinformation tactics developed abroad against the American people. Why do you think I told you that? You think I'm sitting here busting your balls, wasting your time on the show? I pick my words deliberately. When I said to you weeks ago, there is a military-grade professional operation to propagandize and censor you here in the United States. I was not joking. This happened. The evidence is right in front of your face. This is going global. From Ireland to the UK to here. This Dan Goldman made another appearance at yesterday's hearing when he laughably, he, this guy is so freaking stupid. Schellenberger's sitting here talking about this military grade censorship operation and how the government worked with private actors to censor people because they didn't want to do it themselves. That is against the law. Now, I know there are liberals watching and I know you're morons. So let me give you an example that'll make it easy for you to understand. You ready, liberal dipshits? Open your cotton out of your mouth, cotton out of your ears, stick it in your mouth for a second, okay? Imagine, uh, you don't have to imagine, I'm avidly pro-life. But because we do not have a national ban on abortion, we don't have that, uh, I would be bound as a politician to back up and defend the law and the Constitution of the United States. 
So how about me as a politician? I try to pass a law that if you go and beat the crap out of any person that tries to get an abortion, that we can't prosecute you for assault. One, it'd be immoral and unethical. You don't want to beat the crap out of people. But liberals are probably like, no, that sounds bad. No, but, but I'm not censoring people's viewpoint or right to get, they can get an abortion. They, they can, it's perfectly legal. Yeah, but you just said you would indemnify anyone who stops them from getting an abortion by beating the crap out of them. No, 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 but I, I, I'm not stopping them. Do you understand how the government's not allowed to deputize people to do things they can't do? It's not allowed, thankfully. You're not allowed to deputize a private company and say, hey, it'd be a real shame if you don't remove this content and then we regulate you out of existence. Winky, winky, nod, nod. Dan Goldman's a lawyer and he doesn't even understand this. He does. He just loves the process. Listen to this. There's a broad, op- by the way, part of the operation, Congressman Holy Goldman, cow. part of the operation was to change the terms of service. So you see them constantly trying to change the terms of service. You see them, it was 35% of, of the URLs that were, this according to EIP, were labeled, removed, or soft blocked. That's all forms of censorship. That censorship is not just removed. But 65% were not. So how can the government be so, so coercive? So does the First Amendment say that the government for the can government the First Amendment say the government can censor? Time of the gentleman has expired. They're not censoring. They're flagging in the social Chair media companies. So under coercion, thirty-five percent of a First Chair, Amendment. Or? Chair it's not the First Amendment. It's the terms of service, as you said, and they are flagging it for the social media companies to make their own decisions. That is not the First Amendment. That is the terms of service. We've well, just seen, the Congressman. You're an attorney. You know that the four federal judges have already. Ruled that, and I know that it's on appeal in front of the Supreme Court right now. Okay. <laughs> uh, this that debate was very concerning. That was I fun. think that got to the heart of the issue. I mean, this man's a member of Congress and an attorney, and doesn't know that the government's not allowed to deputize people to wipe out ide- ideological thought they don't agree with from the internet is stunning. He does know, of course, he knows, but he's a moron like most leftists. Ladies and gentlemen, this is our confused person of the week, proving to you again that the pro-terrorist lobby has no idea what they're talking about. Like, we need to get out of the occupied territory. What's occupied? The Gaza Strip. They left there in 2005. Ah! Uh, ah! Uh, the pro-terror crowd knows jack shit. I always ask them this question. They're as dumb as Goldman, by the way. They're all morons on the left. Every single one of them. Morons. I ask them all the time. How come there are almost no Jews left in Arab countries, but a whole bunch of Arabs in Israel, which is a largely Jewish country? How, how is that? They're always confused right away. They can't figure that out. Here is the fake AstroTurf pro-Palestinian movement. There's such thing as Palestinians, but there is no Palestine. Here's the lady. He, I had a hard time. We did a transcript of this. Uh, she's confused if the call for Jewish genocide, she wants obviously, uh, she, this is a call for Jewish genocide, the river to the sea. The river, you know, the river to the sea. Was that like the Mississippi? What river is that, Key, again? Was, oh, the Jordan River. Yeah, to the sea. What's the sea again? The, the Mediterranean, like below deck. Yeah, that, but, that, but that sounds like all of Israel. Is it? There, there a lot of Jews there. It's from the river to sea. This lady is so dumb. She doesn't even know the saying. She's like, from the mountain to the ocean, from the ocean to the river, to the beach to the ocean, from the parking lot to the condo. She don't even know the saying. 
If you're going to call for Jewish genocide, at least get the saying right before you make an even bigger moron out of yourself. Watch this. Funny, you don't, you don't look Palestinian. From the nation to the sea, Palestine will be free. From the nation to the sea? No, from the uh, mountains to the sea. From the mountains to the sea. That's what, that's what we want. From the mountains to the sea? Yeah. What mountains? Which mountains? You don't know, eh? You fucking idiot. From the mountain. What is it? The Rocky Mountains? What the hell is she talking about? What is she, is she talking about? Mount Nebo? What is she even talking about? From the river to the ocean. From the condo to the apartment. Folks, listen, man. I, like I said, I, I know. And a lady guy's like, fucking idiot. I mean, you just, you are free to have any opinion you want. Everybody's welcome here. I absolutely do not support terrorists. And I support a free and prosperous Israel for everyone. Arab Israelis, Jewish Israelis. You know my stance. You are free to have a different opinion on what those borders should look like. And I respect your opinion. I may not agree, but I respect it. What I don't respect is freaking stupid. And I absolutely do not respect anybody calling for genocide of any group. And make no mistake, that's exactly what that is. And if you're going to do it, you should at least get the damn expression right. And I go with my theory again, Guy. You put a MAGA hat on that lady, she'd be in the D.C. gulag right now. But put a pink hat on, call for the death of the Jews all you want. Nobody seems to care. Just put a pink hat on. It's, a, it's like a magic shield against law enforcement. Nobody can touch you. Put a code pink hat on. All right, back to the debate. Folks, there was some, <laughs> this debate was hilarious because I live in Florida. There is simply no case to make for California over Florida. There's none. There is not a law enforcement case, not a business case, not a tax case, not an economic case, maybe a weather case. It is hot down here. California does have decent weather, but that's nothing Gavin Newsom could control, although he thinks he can. Here's Gavin Newsom last night, slick back hair D-bag. Here he is last night. And this is important because, again, this guy will be the nominee. So don't get to solve and be like, oh, I don't care because it was DeSantis or whatever. This guy is going to be on the debate stage with either DeSantis, Trump, or Haley. Make no mistake. Don't gaff this off. This is important. Here he is right now, straight up lying about Floridians, more Floridians leaving for California. Folks, when I saw this, I think with all of you in the chat, you were probably like, what the, f what is he crazy? This is, he just made this up. Here, check this out. Can you explain this migration out of California and going to red you mean, state? You mean, blue state? Well, hold on. You, you mean the, the, the last two years, more Floridians going to California than Californians going to Florida? No, I, I put up on, I put up on just, the By the way, that's going to be fun to fact check. So we'll just start right there. California has no peers. Uh, California dominates. Size of 21 state populations combined. It's the fifth largest economy in the world. We dominate. Number one manufacturing state. Folks. That is just bullshit. This is why I'm telling you this guy's dangerous. Newsom is like Obama. He just says stuff. It, he makes it up, completely makes it up. Here are the actual numbers. He just said something so ridiculous that over the last two years, more Floridians have left for California than California for Florida. Here are the numbers. 
50,000 California residents in 2022, 50,701 left and moved to Florida. 28,557 went from Florida to California. Joe, I know you're not good in math, but is 50,000 a bigger number than 28,000? If you need a minute. It is. Joe, you sure you don't need a second? Yeah, he got that right just like that. So more Californians, far more, almost double, have moved to Florida rather than Florida. Oh, okay. Oh, but no, it was the year before. He said two years. Okay, let's go back two years. 37,464 Californians moved to Florida and 24,692 Floridians moved to California. Joe, again, take your time on this. I don't want you to F this up. Is 30,000 a bigger number than 24,000? Simple yes or no will do. He's taking me. He's taking, he took a second there and he's correct. It's bigger. So it's almost like Gavin Newsom's full of crap. Like he's two for two today. Joe's like, damn, I failed math and Miss Gilfeather. I can't believe I knocked that out of the park. It's, he's just lying. No, he's not just. Yes, he is. He's just lying. He's just making it up. It was a big moment for DeSantis. I didn't see this one coming. I didn't know where he was going with this. But, you know, the thing about debating is it's not so much how you fly the plane. It's how you land it. You know what I'm saying? Like you could take seven or eight different routes from Florida to, or, uh, you know, to Georgia. But it's how you if you if you get a rocky landing, everybody's going to remember it. You got to land the plane smooth. I didn't know where he was going with this, but this landed good. Check this out. I was talking to a fella who had made the move from California uh, to Florida. And he was telling me that Florida is much better governed, uh, safer, better budget, uh, lower taxes, all this stuff. And he was really happy with the quality of life. And then he paused and he said, oh, by the way, I'm Gavin Newsom's father-in-law. So we do count Gavin's in-laws as some of the people that have fled California um, and come to the state of Florida. (laughs) You see Newsom? (laughs) I didn't know where DeSantis was going with that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, your your wife's dad lives down here in Florida. That's so, so weird. Here was one more. It's a serious issue involving culture. And uh, you know what? Let me just, I'm running out of time. Let me get to, uh, let me give you a fair cover. This is the only moment I thought Newsom kind of, he looked like kind of a dick if you're a Republican, but if you're a Democrat, I get how this kind of looks like snappy to you. This is about the nominee thing. My wife watched it with me, of course. And Paula thought like this was the only moment of the night where Newsom, again, if you're a Democrat, I guess he looked like a wise ass. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, get him. But we'll give him his due. This was a moment I bet he thought landed pretty good. Check this out. There are profound differences tonight, and I look forward to engaging him. But there's one thing in closing that we have in common is neither of us will be the nominee for our party in 2024. All right. Uh, I'm not sure, actually, that that's true uh, for a number of reasons. Obviously, I've been saying it the whole show, especially on the Biden side. But uh, if you're a Democrat and you like morons and dipshits, you're like, oh, that was the greatest thing. You look, he got him there. But overall, in the night, I thought DeSantis did great. So, folks, um, thanks again for another great week. I so deeply appreciate it. Small favor to ask you again uh, with Rumble. You know, we are just working so hard on making the user interface a lot better for you. I'm really digging the chat. We got 92,000 people on a Friday on what's really a slow news day. That means so much to me. I'm in the chat early. I saw someone in the chat say, I'm never here when Dan's here. Trust me, I'm watching. The only reason I'm not interacting between like 930 and 11 is because I'm legit eating. Like I'm eating and I have a fork in my hand. 
And a couple of people said that. They go, oh, he's probably eating breakfast right now, which I was. So I love being in the chat with you. Download the Rumble app if you haven't yet. I would deeply appreciate it. It is the easiest way to interact. The UI on it, user interface is so good now. Download the Rumble app. And if you're not in the chat, just set up a free account. It doesn't cost any money. It takes a minute. And then join us. I'm in there like 9.30, 10 o'clock. The show starts at 11 a.m. Eastern. We'd love to have you. And you can hang with Hoff and Lisa and the whole McGroin crew. And Anita's always holding it down and Bot Gino. So we got a lot of great personalities in there. We love you all. Big shout out for the weekend. Hope you have a good time this weekend. And if you're going to go to a football game, personal favor, any football game, Friday night lights, Saturday or Sunday, please, red and black on your face. Let everybody know we're done with this cancel culture bullshit, huh? I love you all. Thank you so much. Shout out to Serenity on this Friday. I'm glad you like that open. I'll see you back here on Monday. Good day, sir. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.